All right, guys, welcome back to another potty. We haven't had it in a week, uh, scheduling difficulties, but we're back with uh, another special guest. We'll let her introduce herself in a bit, but, you know, it's the usual. Uh, Sai, Temi, Femi, and uh, let, let's let's hand it over to the uh, special guest of the evening. <laughs> so hard not to laugh. I'm Owen. Hi. Minimalistic. We love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Why is it that we didn't record last week? It was because of you. That's true. You, Sai, was it? That's true, that's true, that's true. Why was um, that? What were you doing? What I was doing was basically, I was, um, I had to go out with the dad, so. Um, yeah, watch an Indian movie. So, uh, yeah, three hour long Indian movie. It was rough, man. How was it? Was it it entertaining? It was like entertaining, like in taking the piss out of it because it was so ridiculous that it was unreal. I mean, it was it was like physics doesn't apply, you know. People were cheering as well. Like these are people that live in this in this country, normal people in the day to day. They'd go into this, sit in the theater, and like some guy will be like move his finger like that and like five guys fly through the wall and they start cheering I'm like how are these people in our society but you know it's what it is mm, Each people cheer for anything like crazy. maybe those, those ones were like the plane land and people start that's clapping exactly what I was like, yeah <laughs> like that's that's, yeah. that's what you're meant to do like, that's the pilot's job you kind of expect <laughs> uh, yeah how's everyone's week then just in general it's, it's been our Rough. last few, like this is our last term of like school like it's our last term of like secondary school we're not gonna have a full term anymore and i was deeply the other day like the whole last couple of weeks i was looking around it's like i'm not gonna be here in a while and because i've been here for like seven years it's a bit it's a bit it's a big deal i thought i wouldn't miss it much but i'm kind of i'm starting to deep now that like I'm not going to be here. And I actually enjoyed my time here. I'm not going to say, see, Femi's already baited that where, what school I go anyway. But I was deeply, school's going to be over soon. And now we're going to be like plunged into the real world. Like if you don't meet your deadlines with your real world, you probably go to prison for like tax evasion or something. So like, it's different now. There's no one pushing you to do stuff. It's a whole different ball game, And I'm kind of prepared for it. It's going to be interesting. But how, are, how has everyone else been? I think it's quite soppy, but like, I definitely, I have more of like an attachment to this school than I did to my old school, just because of the people I've met there. Like, I was at my old school for like five years, and I didn't even go in on the last day because I didn't care. But like this school, I was walking around on Friday, I was like, I'm going to miss this place. Like, just because of the people, like, even like not being able to like, sit in classrooms after school for hours and doing nothing. Like, I'm, I'm going to miss that so much. It's weird. I didn't realise how much of, like, an attachment I've grown to it. It's so normal to me now. And then, like, two months, we're just going to be lying around doing nothing. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, um, like Temi said, like, I've been, we've been at this school for seven years at this point, and it's just crazy that it's coming to an end. Um, but, like, I, I'm not... Uh, it's not that I'm not looking forward to it. Like I do look forward to the next stage of my life, but just looking back on our secondary school career, it's basically as far as I can remember because primary school was a flash. So really spend my time in this school 
has formed who I am today. I'm proud. I'm proud of my time at the school. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just the same thing. Like, I don't know. You win. I was like walking to the H block. Oh, fuck. Just giving away details at school. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, mean, I was walking to a part of the school. School. I mean, I, I've already said the name of the school in the previous oh, yeah. episode. So I was going to a part of the school, school and I was just, yeah, like along the way, realising I was coming in the last time, I was like looking at stuff and just thinking about, you know, I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird that there's been so many other people that have spent seven years with the school, you're kind of like leaving, I don't know, like a, a future of more people to make memories in the school like we did. Because I was seeing a bunch of um, year nine kids in their form room at break, just like mucking around. And it was like, you know, I, I remember the, those days when we did that. And it was, it was like a cool moment. It was pretty cool. Yeah, something I've been doing recently is I've been looking at the young children. Pause. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Pause. One minute. One minute, please. <laughs> what do you mean by that? One minute. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> we, we, yeah, we definitely have a disclaimer in front of this video. Uh, <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I, th I think I you mean observing the, youth, observing the youth. Observing the youth. Explain your point. Let me see. Oh, Maybe we're we'll a bit... Go on. Okay, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> um, so I've been looking at the younger children. Um, and I've just been thinking that obviously I was in that position one day, and I look at them and, and I see us in them, and then I think, what are they gonna look like when they're our age? Because I remember being in year seven, looking at the six formers, like, damn, these people are adults, and now we're here. I'm like. I'm still very childish. I'm still a child. So I look at them and I think, what are they going to look like in a few years' time? And it's just a bit of internal entertainment because I would have had no clue what I'd look like now, you know? Mm. I, the things I've, I've had that as well, like, especially because some of them are starting to, like, go to the same gym as me as well now. So I remember my first, like, week starting off in the gym and I see myself in them. And then if they carry on at the same rate, they're going to be in my position. And it's just interesting to see people that are older than me, what position they're in. It's, 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 life's interesting, you know? And I, I don't know why, but I've, I've started to like, like giving advice to just younger people. I don't know. I don't gain anything out of it, but I just feel like I'm helping someone or I'm like passing on some the wisdom that I have at the young age of 18 to someone that's younger than me. I feel it. I feel like it's very fulfilling for me to just give people advice yeah this I get the same thing I try my best when uh, when a year 7 or a year 8 or just any younger student starts to me I remember being in that position probably hoping that I would have a, a connection with year gap between people in different age groups like different years in our school um, and I think that's probably just in all schools in general. So I do try to talk to them. Like, for example, I was coming home from work one day. I was in KFC then. A, uh, did I tell this story? I don't know. But uh, a younger student from our school was collecting the food from KFC. And he turned around and he said, do you, do you go to talk for grandma? 
yeah, yeah, uh, I do. Um, and it was just funny, just because he, the look of shock in his face, and I recognized him, and it was just funny to see how they look up to us and how we are role models. Um, Owen, what were you, what, what were you about to say? Like Timmy said, <laughs> I just like to give advice to the young people. I was just like, I think when I was like younger, I always like looked at people our age. I was like, I can't wait to be that, that age. And I think I always kind of had this idea in my head that every age I get to, I'd always want to be a little bit older. But now that I'm like, I'm 17, I don't want to grow up. Like, I feel like this is such a perfect age to be. And I've had this conversation with some of my friends that like, every like even when I'm having the worst day, I, all I can think is like, I love being 17. <laughs> like. I'm so like it's like you have not so much responsibility that you're overwhelmed but you're an independent person from from your parents and your family I don't know and like that's another thing about leaving school is like I'm not going to feel 17 anymore <laughs> and yeah it's pretty perfect at the moment I don't know mm. counter argument like the thing about having like no responsibilities and stuff, not no responsibilities, but like limited compared to like adults. <sighs> Do you think a, a lack of responsibilities is like a good thing? I can't, like, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't like that my parents like do stuff for me. Like, obviously I do, like, obviously I do more stuff for myself now than I would 10 years ago, but like, I don't know I feel like there's so much love in like your parents like helping you to do stuff and once you leave home and go to uni and start living on your own like they they don't do that anymore I think part of it is just not being able to experience that love anymore or only being able to like experience it in like you have to do that for yourself that responsibility is your own like I don't know I think that's why I one of the reasons why I love this age so much I don't know I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, good intro, guys. Very nice intro. Do you want to transition into a controversial topic this week? The uh, certain actor uh, getting very <laughs> riled up, you know, very, very riled up um, in a certain award ceremony uh, towards a certain joke towards another said by a certain comedian so what are your thoughts on that rock got rocked yeah yeah rock, just... rock. rock got rocked there's too much to say like i think it was rude of him to take that spotlight away from everyone else i don't know i feel like my opinion on this changes every day with more i see but like the the ultimate thing is that like that was a time for people in the film industry to be celebrated and he ruined that and it's quite upsetting because even like some of the awards that I was really excited to see um like Riz Ahmed had like loads of films well I think he had like two films that were into like loads of nominations and I, I was really excited to hear about that and I was like, expecting it to be on the news and all I saw was Will and Chris Rock and I was like oh okay like there's so much more important things than some angry middle-aged man. And it just frustrated me that they ruined that for everyone else. I mean, my disagreement with what he did isn't about 
about taking the spotlight from other people, I think Will Smith should have handled it in a more mature manner. Yeah. I think it was quite irrational and quite monkey brain of him. No racism. Um to <laughs> to <laughs> to get up um immediately almost and frankly just slap Chris Rock and I think he should have handled it in a better way. I think personally obviously no one's gonna know what they're gonna do until they're in that situation, but I would talk to Chris Rock at a different time. Just mm-hmm. when one to one, maybe give him a phone call, I'm sure they have contacts. Or alternatively, during his um acceptance speech, he could have mentioned to Chris Rock directly, I don't like how you disrespected my wife. I'd appreciate if you didn't take the mick out of what is the serious problem for her. But the way that he dealt with, dealt with the situation, I, I just disagree with him. I think the other thing was that he was yeah. actually laughing at the joke yeah. before he went up yeah. and slapped him <laughs> like there's one shot of him just laughing and then Jada just like <clears throat> and then obviously he sees that and he has to be the guy that gets up and gives a confused ass whooping as Kevin Hart put it in the comedy special wait yeah. the uh, wait, meeting time been this uh, later yet okay cool more minutes of this this session and then we'll move to another session i'm glad yeah no i mean i thought like on top of those two factors about taking the spotlight and his reaction to it i think the fact that reacting to jokes as well i mean like come on even if the the joke wasn't funny not because it was about something offensive but it just wasn't like a funny joke like you could talk about offensive jokes make it funny but that's not even the problem but it's like it, you're 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 full of millionaires, and you're trying to celebrate the other millionaires in the room. Like it's just, it's just, and then someone says like some weird like it's a bad joke, but you could just you can just take it and laugh. And, you know, I mean, I I have like eight figures in my bank account. Like it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But he wanted to like come up and like slap the guy. And it was just so stupid. It was I I didn't really understand why. He did it in the first place. I mean, is it like he made a he made a joke about his wife's alopecia, and he was he thought he'd get up in arms about it. And I was it's just it's just the dumbest thing to see. I mean, it's just crazy. And yeah, I mean, you you're, you're literally there to just celebrate yourself, and you're getting paid regardless. And it's, well, I don't know why you do that. Mm. I mean, to be fair, he felt that his wife was disrespected and any man with a wife would want to stand up for that woman um when she is disrespected and i guess that is the way that he felt was most appropriate in that situation um just wasn't the best way to deal with it and yeah that whole situation i don't it was it's kind of surprising because let's say like especially for people that see Will Smith is like one of their childhood idols behaving in such a like way that contrasts to like the character that he portrays to everyone would be kind of like a shock and in a sense will kind of like ruin a part of his legacy because now that thing is out there 
of him just being violent when his like portrayed character is somewhat somewhat like calm and collected and positive so i think obviously in those situations you're probably not considering the the after effects of you doing such things but i think he's coming to the realization now that a lot of people's perceptions of him is skewed like a very yeah. skewed now due to this i mean he's will smith he don't care bro he don't care he's will smith. Think? like yeah. no matter no, no matter how many people disagree with what he did he's still will smith he's still gonna get jobs like he even if he doesn't get any more movies i'm i'm more like he's he's got dummy money he's got infinity money bro infinity money i'm referring to like his whole legacy because i feel like he'd probably respect that like he's probably think about what he's putting out and what he's like leaving behind after he's gone and i think he'd kind of be annoyed or upset at himself for the fact that he's ruined that to some extent I'm not saying he's going to get cancelled. Who's going to cancel Will Smith for that? Like, there's going to be like 10 people mm. on Twitter trying to flip in DDoS in the account sign. But I don't mm. think he's going to, he's, he's going to, he's going to still, I think he's still going to get movies. I can't lie. After this, this will blow over like a year or maybe two years, but I'm more referring to his reputation here. I, think I genuinely think he, this will blow over in like, yeah, no, months. first of all, yeah, it's then you're going to blow over very quickly. It's not going to have a lasting impact on the way he's perceived. Um, but also, you could say that Will Smith might be proud of what he done. He might stand by it even upon reflection. Um, even, even stepping back and looking at it, he might think, I am proud that I got up there and I did what I did because I set an example to everyone that was watching and everyone that saw it in the news and on Instagram and on Twitter and Snapchat that you should mess with my family so you could he was thinking or I think he might be proud of that ultimately mm, but then you have to also consider like the kind of ideas around their whole relationship anyway and it kind of makes it a little bit mm. I don't know like their, their whole relationship already has like a kind of bad you the whole entanglement thing last year was a bit it wasn't it wasn't very good on Will's part. So I think it would if it was like any other celebrity that had like a relatively or a relationship that looked like it was going like very well, then maybe that outcome and that perception would be more like widespread. But the fact that their relationship's already like a bit shaky, that's obviously to us and the stuff that happened last year. Maybe that's why that perception isn't more celebrated, the fact that he's defending his wife my opinion it's really it's really frustrating me that everyone has just used this as an opportunity to take the piss out of him and his relationship with his family though Mm -hmm. like fair enough he did something that was completely unneeded but you just see everyone like making fun of this man like you don't know what's going on in his life you don't know the ins and outs of the situation and it really frustrates me that everyone uses that opportunity to just take the piss like fair enough make a joke but people people take it to the next level and I feel like it's so unneeded. Like, just move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 2022. With, uh, yeah, Will Smith slapping people in the Oscars. Yes. Wait. Should we talk about Zoe Kravitz? Her comings out of this? Because she, she's Sorry, just been cancelled. 
So have you seen mm-hmm. the Batman? Uh, no, I haven't. So she plays like the main role in the Batman, yeah. and essentially. Not Batman, but like main roles in like a side character main role. She's not yeah, but like still like female lead. Um, basically, Was she posted like having a female Batman. No, she was like she was like the female lead, but she wasn't Batman. She was Catwoman. We need a but, female Batman, bro. No, but um, she like posted a comment or like she she posted like her Oscar pictures, and she was like. Uh, oh, this is my dress at the award ceremony where we're apparently slapping and yelling profanities at people now. And people took this as an opportunity to do a little deep dive and find like old uh, like interviews or, or Twitter or something um, where she's basically like saying that she like is attracted to Jaden Smith as a 15 year old. Um, and she's been cancelled. <laughs> so, Yeah. What's everyone's thoughts on that? The fact that it's not like that's that, crazy. People don't really <laughs> do people actually care? Like, are people taking it seriously? Yeah. I think a lot of people are kind of just taking the piss. Like, but like at the same time, like the stuff she said was a like it was a little bit weird. Like she was like, sometimes I just have to remind myself, like he's 15, I have to stop myself. And I was like, fair enough if you're thinking this, but keep it to yourself because that's someone's child that is a child you can't say that out loud even if that's what you're thinking you don't share that with the world because this is what happens it comes back to bite you i just thought it was weird to be honest plain weird um side left he's making a new zoom because this one's going to end very very predatory okay we've lost a man all right yeah Poor her. Interesting. I, I, I mean, it's good that it's it's good that it's getting taken seriously because imagine it was the other way around. That's what I was going to get to say. Imagine it was. Uh, how, I don't know. Imagine it was just like some male actor. Shane Dawson said this Dang. about Willow Smith. I don't know any actors. Dang, is that? So we, we flipped the table. Shane Dawson looking that at a 13-year-old and Willow Smith. Like, I mean, yeah. is he the one that, like, he did bad stuff with his cat or something? Well, you yeah, know, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm not tripping. That happened. No, it was, it was him. Right, yeah, cool. Okay. Well, guys, we have less than one minute. Yeah, let me wait for a second. Game, but yeah, poor Zoe Kravitz, but also bad girl. Not good. Not not good situation. I sent the email. I think. No, he hasn't. He sent an empty email. No, he hasn't. <laughs> Let me join this one. Let me end this call and then I'll join the, the other one. Um, so yeah, that's technical difficulties. We're back now. We're back now for the uh, second. Second round. If Femi's back, Femi's back. Yeah. Cool. What topic were we on? I think we were just closing up our conversation on the Will Smith, Jada, Zoe Kravitz, whole Hollywood situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird world, and that's what I'm going to say. So, yeah. Um, What was the next topic? Sammy, um, we've got 
um, career goals, and then we've got Liz, good old Lizzie, Lizzo. Um, that's, that's career <laughs> goals. That's yes, yeah. That's career career smart. goals. Pretty smart. Do career goals first because no one's gonna watch to the end of the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> stick, stick to the end if you want to hear the juicy part about this one. <laughs> Who wants okay. to start off? Who wants to start? Oh, fine, I'll take the lead. Um, career goals. Career goals. Hmm. Can't lie, I, I really don't know. It's a it's an interesting question, especially like now, since we are just going to into uni or just finishing secondary school. I have no idea what I genuinely like want to be, and I think that's fair. I think it will come with time. Everything will like fall into place. All I can do is just prepare for any opportunities that arise. I think that's my best bet in this situation. So just prepare for anything that arises at once. Um, it arises. I think I heard this quote. It's like luck is where preparation meets opportunity. So I'm just going to prepare for something that I could see myself doing, or just prepare put myself in the right situation at the right time and some people will find it i leave it to fate but i don't have a specific thing that i want to be if that makes sense yeah i'm kind of in the same boat that um in that i'm going to university to do chemistry but my end goal though i don't know what it is it certainly isn't to be in a lab every day synthesizing the same molecule or something something like that so i mean i think my degree can take me an, a new a number of places and as long as i have acquired the necessary skills i can find myself in so many different places so i just gotta seize the moment take the opportunities that are presented towards me do you guys think that like say you're like 30 years on from now like, if you were to look back and, like, there was one thing that you wanted to have achieved, and regardless of what job you do, like, what you achieved through that job, what, what do you see that being? Hmm. Do you mean, that. like... Six figures, baby. Six figures, baby. Oh. <laughs> You're not bad. That's, You're too not bad. That's too low, regardless. man. Six figures is too low. Too low. Why? Come on. Oh, sorry, Make it big. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just saying you should aim higher. Aim higher. What's the point of aiming lower when you can aim higher? But yeah, say you were going to say something? I was going to say, I just want to get a bit dense. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. That's a great goal. Just a little bit, yeah. Pretty an easy one, but yeah. Um, what was the other career? I mean, I don't know about career, but... I don't know. One one thing I want to do when I like grow up, and this is like something that stayed with me for like a few years. But if if I have like enough money, I just I I, I want to open up a small like cinema with like one one screen. Yes. And you just, it's like kind of really small, quiet one where you can come in for like a cafe and you get sold good, sold like you know home food. Like nice, nice food, not, nothing pretentious. And then you can just come there with like a, a date or with friends and just watch like classic movies. Like even it doesn't have to show like the, the latest ones coming out, but just you know, good classics. That's literally. And I'd like to. Open no, that's. I think I feel like a lot of people at this point in time, like 
they don't know what they want to do with their life. Like even people that have a plan don't plan on sticking to it, if that makes sense. But like, I say this all the time, if I grow up and nothing in my career and nothing in my life has been to do with film, I'll be so disappointed in myself. Cause like the way it's inspired me and like <laughs> made me so happy and like so creative. I want to share that with people. Mm. That's one thing I think like in 30 years, I want to look back and know that I've inspired someone creatively, not necessarily in other aspects. Cause I don't think that I'm so, so good at that, but like, I feel like I can inspire people to be creative and I really want to do that mm. like that year's time. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I, know, I know that, that yeah, that few small things that we want to do, but, you know, in terms of the big picture, I don't think anyone can tell. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing, like, our teachers always say to us as well, is, like, they all went to uni expecting to do something completely different, and then they ended up at school. They ended up teachers, which maybe isn't the best thing in the world, but they didn't plan on it. I think that's, like, kind of comforting in a way no matter how bad things seem like they're going to turn out that you know the world's going to surprise you something good is going to come out of it yeah. you're going to get new experiences and stuff yeah mm. yeah career goals right i'm going to change up that question a little bit instead of career goals i think oh when you asked it but like what would you want to like leave behind What's the kind of thing mm. you would be proud of? Like, to like, just, let's say you've, you've done this one thing or you've achieved this one thing. After then, you can just rest easy. What would that be? Probably what I said before for me. That's fair. Yeah. To be fair, you guys me, I don't know. Uh, there's so many things, so many ways in which you can leave a lasting impact on the world. For example... I mentioned a couple episodes ago, maybe it was, I, don't know, I think it was last episode about the, um, I forgot his name now, the trophy that I won at Thingy at the rugby sports, the winter sports dinner. Um, I forgot the guy's name. I'm such a bad person. It was named like, it was like, his name was like Edward or something, but something like that. I would, I would love to have like a trophy in my name or an award or something left in my name. Um, and obviously that doesn't come for free. You, you have to have done something. So I don't know. I want I want to leave a lasting impact. Maybe let's say I go to chem, I go into academia in chemistry, and then I discover some molecule that is revolutionary. Just something like that that changes people's lives on a large scale. I think I'd be very proud of. Um, yeah. They like. I'm probably the opposite of. Femi in that sense where I mean I, I don't really want to leave something you know huge I don't really care but if, if, if I can change something in a small way like you know that that thing of I, I like really like deeply I want to open up like a classics like one screen cinema thing and if, if if that like if I can bring like a guy who wants to take a girl out on a date there and he can you know he gets the girl in the end or like if 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 like a granddad can like bring his kid there to you know watch a movie or something, that's the kind of thing I'd like to leave behind. You know, I, I, it doesn't have to be you know a patent or you know some cure for like some next disease, but you know the small thing. 
it's probably what I'd like to leave behind. I feel like this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about this being perfect age. This is like kind of depressing to think about, but I feel like our view of the world is so positive at the moment. There's so many possibilities. And I feel like a lot of people I know just have this kind of like hope that they can do something good for the world. And I really hope that we don't grow up and lose that because like it's really important, especially in terms of like stuff like climate change and like equal rights and everything. I feel like everyone's so hopeful about that at the moment. And like everyone just wants to bring a little bit of joy to somebody else. And I hope that we don't like grow up and get destroyed by the world and forget about that. It's really important. Yeah. What about, what, what about you, Timmy? What do you want to leave behind coming off of that? I was literally been thinking about it this whole time. The reason I asked that question is because I've, I've, I thought it'd have been something I'd probably want to think about as well. I think it's probably going to be similar to like Sides and Owens, like something little. Let's say I can open up my own like gym, for example, and then Ooh. if I open up my own gym before I die, and it's like just the stuff that I like, and I can bring the local community into it, like the part where I'm from. Let's say I can open a gym up in Nigeria or something, and then get people in Nigeria yeah. to stuff like training and stuff that would mm. that would make i would i could rest easy at that point it's probably mm. going back something to do with going back to like where i'm originally from and then helping the local community in any way shape or form it doesn't have to be a gym obviously but helping that community in a way would be very fulfilling and i'll be happy to leave my life after i've helped someone in that in that way yeah um, i was gonna say something like what Oh, I really hope that Timmy like maintains his little gym YouTube. Like, if you go to uni and you you stop having time for this, I'll be deeply upset because of course. If, this is the thing I've I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is like, I feel like I've I get I have so much like joy vicariously through other people. Like seeing other people enjoy stuff makes me so happy. Like seeing Timmy like enjoy gym, seeing my friends that. I go enjoy films with, enjoy films themselves. Femi with his trees. It makes me so happy to see other people happy about things. And I, again, I just hope that we don't grow up and like lose sight of these things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm so like, I don't even know the word, but yeah. Okay. Of course, I'm all planning to stop even, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see because I've started like relatively young. Let's say uh, I keep doing this for like a couple more years. Let's say I'm like 30 and I look back on the videos I made when I was like 16. It's going to be quite interesting to see how I've developed. And it's like kind of all documented on this channel as well, which would be kind of, it would be kind of cool to see that as well. Like let's say I even have a child as well. They can go back and check 16-year-old Temi's videos and how he, <laughs> how he behaved. I'd probably be a bit embarrassed for that's why I don't know. I feel like just documenting. I think everyone should make something like this cater to their own interests. Not it doesn't have to be gym related, but something the way they can just document their like progress. And if they can stay consistent at it as well, looking back on it will be 
very fulfilling like looking back on like primary school pictures or like memories from like two years ago that's fulfilling. imagine looking back 10 years at video content of you speaking a podcast talking about topics that are relevant 10 years ago like I feel like that's probably the main reason I do it I want to be able to look back and see how far I've come hopefully and see how much I've developed over the years and I'm just interested in it anyway like I would have quit time ago because like I'm not banging thousands of views yet so if, if it was for views, I'd be gone, I'd be long gone. I think that's like a really cool thing about the world today is that every single like picture, video, everything that we, we take and we put out into the world is like we are saving that period of time. And like we can look at that. Like it's so weird to me that our children can see us and as their age in real time, like high definition like that's so crazy to me because obviously we have like we have videos of our parents when when they were younger but it's never going to be as like like oh what's the word like high definition I guess as it is like good quality as it will be for our kids Mm. and that's so strange to me that you know we are going to be immortalized in social media and in the internet and digitally like that's that's just crazy. It's like Black Mirror to think about, but yeah. You know, it's, a, it's weird. The thing you say about like, you know, how it, it was like, we still have pictures and stuff of our parents, but I think there was kind of a mystery to it of them growing up that was pretty interesting. You know, like I, I only saw like pictures of when my dad was like very, very young, like a few years ago when, because the, the only copies that he had were in India of like there were like actual copies of the photo itself and it was it was like a mystery you know it's kind of cool to see but like now uh, they've they can get like a hundred pictures of me in one year like digitalized forever it's kind of it's kind of weird it's kind of weird i think it's really weird looking back at like old pictures of your parents Mm. and seeing that they were like the the person they were before they became a parent like when I look at my parents' old photo albums from like when all their friends were getting married, they were wild sometimes. It's like those are not that's not my parents, <laughs> and it's it's so weird to me that you can develop so much in a lifetime. Yeah, I don't know. And pictures prove that. That's so mm. weird. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's even worse as well when you tell a kid don't party so hard. And he just pulls a picture <laughs> off of you. <laughs> you're finished. Ooh. He's like, he's like, he pulls up and he's like, Dad, I've got a picture of you shirtless. And I'm like, which one? <laughs> I'm getting in touch with which size children in 20 years. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, God. That would be wild. But yeah. Do you think our generation of parents are going to be good? Yes, I yeah. really do. We'll figure it out, man. To an extent, Every generation figured out. We'll, we'll figure it out. The one thing I think we will be bad at is like protecting our child's privacy because people. I'm. I'm a. Often, I give into this. I share everything on the internet. If something happens to me, it goes straight on my private story. Like, someone somewhere knows everything about me because I just post it all. And I feel like that's going to become in danger when everyone starts having children. Um, 
because even though people are like 10 years older than us they post but they're like facebook people do you know what i mean like it's not as like every single minute of every day posting everything but i think at the same time like our generation is going to be a lot more open to their children being who they want to be and that's good yeah no i mean then again it gets to the point where you're like you see if you still have snapchat by the time and you have one of your friends just posts little timmy shit the bed again for the seventh time that day <laughs> was Come on, what are you doing <laughs> this is the question i've been asking at what age do i stop using snapchat because oh, i already feel like i'm too old for it but i can't oh. like that's a good question instagram feels a little bit grown up but snapchat what age do i stop using it no, the thing is, even, even Instagram feels a bit more youth-oriented. Like, you, know, you, yeah. you can't be using Instagram if you're, like, 50. <laughs> but maybe maybe Instagram is, like, our Facebook. It will be. I 100% think it will be. I mean, TikTok oh. is then, like, new Instagram. Because everyone's just on TikTok That's now, wild. isn't it? That's wild. This is dangerous. TikTok is the most cancerous app in existence. That app scares me. Stay far away from that app, man. I think the thing about TikTok is like uh, my so like my t- I say this all the time my TikTok I feel like it is actually okay because anytime I see something that I think is going to be damaging to me I just click not interested and it's gone to a point where it just doesn't show me anything like it's just like comedy or like interesting videos now um but a lot of people don't do that so I think it, and even this is the only thing TikTok comments are so funny <laughs> which is the one thing that's stopping me from deleting the app but yeah it's so addictive which is a shame um and yeah mm. it's actually got like the perfect formula to hook us in now because you could you can even see like youtube shorts you've got instagram reels as well everyone's like picking up on what they're doing because they realize our oh, attention spans are useless now like we're getting new content every 10 seconds. So like we're literally endless content scrolling. Like it's so easy to spend like an hour on that without even realizing it's it's kind of bad, but I mean, like you kind of should expect it when you don't have to pay for an app. The product is you, they're selling you. So I think people have to take their own mm-hmm. accountability there in the sense that they they know that they're wasting time on the app. They should monitor their app usage. But yeah, I do try to preach to people, telling them, delete TikTok, delete Snapchat, delete Instagram. Obviously, people are never going to do that unless they want to do it themselves. So, I mean, ultimately, it's down to what you want for yourself and you to acknowledge what the problems are in your life in general and how you're going to how you're going to fight those problems. And I think a big problem is this high affinity to these addictive apps um and i'm guilty of it too myself i can't delete snapchat for more than 24 hours because i i have to check if someone's messaged me you know um but yeah i think it is identifying that these are these are sinks to your time it's, it sucks so much time out of you um and for what benefit really i think we should learn to interact with the real world more because with the metaverse and whatever that's coming, there is a danger that too many people are sucked up in the digital world as opposed to 
the real physical world. One thing I want to ask, like, besides all this is like, do you guys feel like, like, have there been any benefits to your life having not, I feel like we were kind of the last sort of few years to not completely grow up with social media but like do you think that your teenage years being influenced by social media has had any benefits to you mm. immediately i can't think of any benefits it's had immediately i but think, I think it... when you when you run deeper into it you could say you've exposed yourself to so many different media and you're able to analyze things develop different opinions da, 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 da. I think deep, deeply there probably is a benefit, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I feel like I've been able to learn a lot more about the world through social media. The only problem, like, countering that is that you can never completely fact-check anything you see on the internet, which is so frustrating. But I think it's helped to, like, alert people to global issues more. I think it's played a big part in, like, modernising people's views but that obviously comes like for the price i don't know i guess i mean good example of somebody well somebody trying to modernize people's views is lizzo who made an interesting post i think it was either this week or last week on instagram would you like to talk about that mm-hmm mm-hmm since you brought it up for me, yeah, of course. Oh, oh, well, 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 now, should we should we get should up, we... get up the picture for reference? I might get should my we... channel demonetized, but sure. Mm, sure. <laughs> why would it? Why would it that interested? They can look at it themselves. Yeah, yeah. The picture to me. Why would it be demonetized? It's a bit. It's a bit. There's a lot of skin. A lot of skin. But let's read. Let's let's get the caption up. Let's get a caption up. That's that's the poor part. The picture is um is is P- picture is for reference. The caption is the substance, you know. Of course. Hmm. Would you like to read out the caption for me? I don't have Instagram on my phone right now. Okay, oh. example fairs. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't know. I, uh, no, sorry, I'm sorry. Then like I read out, it. Screen share it. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally it's literally. Yeah. Should yeah. I read it? Uh, yeah, you can read it. Okay. Oh my god. What's Sorry. up? It says this is problem. a love letter to my wait, big girls. Wait, wait. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Problem, Hi. problem, problem. <laughs> Ten minutes again. This this zoom is trying to suck our money, bro. Bro. Okay, just speak. Let's finish it in the next. Okay, Um, this is a love letter to my big girls and a welcome letter to everybody. Uh, This is not an invitation to change who you are. This is an opportunity to be who you are on your terms. I don't know about you, but I am sick of uh, people telling me how I'm supposed to look and feel about my body. I'm tired of discomfort being synonymous with sexy. Um, if, If it's uncomfortable, take it off. And if it makes you feel good, put it on. And then she's kind of just promoting her brand. Um, and saying it isn't just shapewear, it's your chance to reclaim your body and redefine your beauty standard. So, guys, what do you have to say on it? Because I think I'm going to disagree with you so much, but proceed. 
This family guy is smiling. Start he wants to say something. No, no, no. Start on a good note. I like that she is promoting confidence in your own skin. I think that is very important. I think it is very important that people are comfortable when they're navigating through the world. I think that is discomfort in life. In some cases, is what pushes you to, to go further. But I think constantly it can cause unnecessary amounts of stress, which nobody needs. And I think in Lizzo's case, um, I, perhaps, I don't know much about Lizzo, honestly, but perhaps in the past, she may have felt pressured to look a certain way and that could have put an unnecessary amount of stress on her and these kind of things can lead to mental health issues and we don't want these at all. However, we do have to address physical health issues just as much as mental health issues. Oh, you're done. Oh, okay. the silence. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say yet. <laughs> I think that everything she said in that caption is true because I don't think like it's not relating to physical health I completely appreciate that people are going to see a big girl or like a big boy and think that's not healthy um but at the same time the thing that I hate is that people use that as an excuse to berate someone and like make them feel bad about themselves and like you're saying like people deserve to feel confident regardless of their size like you can you can express your like um concern for their health fair enough but but don't like everyone on the internet does this because they're behind the screen and they think it's an excuse to ruin people's lives and be horrible to them because they don't think there's any consequences for that but like you don't know why this person is overweight because it's not just that they eat too much it's never just that they eat too much it's never just that they don't exercise so I think it's so unfair for people to call someone fat like in a malicious way because they know it's hurtful and regardless of whether you're concerned for that person's health you shouldn't make them feel bad about it because they deserve to feel just as beautiful as the next person that's my opinion <laughs> What's your opinion on this? Your smile as well. The thing is, I, I agree with that. I don't think there's a in terms of in terms of like beauty standard. I think it's like hard to say there's a set social beauty standard because when people say when if like if someone says um, to someone else like you're not beautiful, that person isn't beautiful to them. And that's, I think that's what you should like when, when they say you're not beautiful, it's you, you, they're not beautiful to you instead of they're not beautiful to someone else. And, um, it's which, so subjective. Yeah. And, but I'd also like, to, like, um, this is, this is keeping health out of, out of, out of beauty standards. Like, if, if your beauty standard is unhealthy, that's a different issue, but you can still count that as beautiful, but it's just, I'm not talking about healthy or unhealthy beauty standards, like whether that's, you know, extremely overweight or extremely underweight or any other habits that aren't healthy. But in terms of just classing what beautiful is, it's only what's beautiful to you. 
instead of someone else. So like you, and I think it's, I think it should be all right to say, I don't think you should go out of your way to say it, but if it happens to be the case that you don't find someone beautiful, like you, you don't have to say it, but there's nothing wrong with having that opinion because someone else is going to be beautiful to you. And that person is going to be beautiful to someone else. And I think you don't have to say it, but like that is, 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 is the case for most of the time. So, yeah. That's fair. With this whole thing, I can't lie. I think when I was younger, I used to care a lot more about like these sort of things. But now I just like look at it, think about my opinion on it and then just keep scrolling. Because especially with things like big things like this on the internet, you can never win because there's always going to be someone that's not even arguing, just let's say they're in the comments just for the sake because they're bored and it's not productive use of their time. It's not productive use of your time to like try and argue and convince people what to like try and change people's opinions on like specific ideas. Because once people have opinions on things like that, it's set in stone until something drastic happens to them or they choose to actually change their own opinions. So with stuff like that, I've kind of not given up, but I've kind of become less concerned with other people's ideas and I've become more focused on what I value, whether it may be like maybe a little bit unhealthy or a little bit like extreme. I think it's better for my sanity to think about what I view as important rather than being overly concerned about what everyone else views is important. I think this is like a view that, I don't know, maybe that I, sh mostly that I think, because when I, when I share this kind of view with other people, they think I'm a bit like, not self-centered, but I don't think about, I should be more concerned about like social issues and stuff like that. But I don't know, that's just my way of seeing things, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. To be fair, I think, it is human nature just naturally to be concerned about our fellow humans um and i think when people do comment on people's on unhealthy habits it does come from a genuine place of concern i mean some in some cases it doesn't sometimes it's just unwarranted ridicule but i think generally it does come from a deep-rooted concern for people's health because nobody wants to see another person die right um looking at it quite frankly so um oh when you said we shouldn't make people feel bad about their bad their, their unhealthy habits um but at the same time I, i'd hope you wouldn't say that we should make them feel good about their unhealthy habits so how do you think we should address people like that? I don't think it's the habits necessarily. I think it's just people's appearance. Like you can encourage someone to implement good habits in their life without being like hurtful to them and without not, not we're like with not like the, you can encourage someone to implement these like good habits without making them feel bad for their appearance like there are there are there are sensitive ways to do it and a lot of people I think are just don't care enough to do that especially like I feel like it's different if it's like your friend 
But if it's just some random person on social media and you're sitting there in the comment section, then that's not you caring about someone else. That is you sitting behind a screen and wanting to take your anger at the world out on somebody else. Yeah. But, um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think. Um, wait, tell me, do you want to move to a different, to a different call? Yeah, this one's going to end in less than a minute. So anything that we say now, is going to cut off. Okay. Um, cool. I'll make an. I'll make one. Perfect. Third session. Cool. I think those those are two thirty minute to 40 minute sessions we've just had that's decent this is probably going to be the last session hopefully there's not any more intermissions and zoom trying to make us pay for their premium service once again so this should be the last time it's been a good conversation so far we've got covered a range of topics from will smith to the fact that we want to leave a legacy behind and the fact to lizzo and her views on things we didn't even finish that conversation so I think who was, yeah, who was, who was talking about was that? It was you. Yeah, exactly. It was you and Sammy. Hopefully that returns back to you. But what was I saying? I think I was talking... I think I was basically talking about how do we address these people um, that clearly are in an unhealthy state. Um, and like Owen, you said... It's not just their. It's not just their diet. It's not just the the fact that they don't exercise. Um, and so, if we're not targeting those factors, what other factors should we target to help these people return to a healthy weight? I think one thing to remember as well is like leaving a comment on a post is going to do more harm than good that's going to you know if your goal is to help this person like I think my if I if I were to go to a friend and be like I think this is unhealthy I would want you to lose like I you have to be kind like there has to be an element of kindness there I don't think you can take a harsh approach to a situation like that someone I am very close to grew up like overeating and the people in her environment her family would say really horrible things to her and they got to the point where she developed an eating disorder like an overeating disorder and it just got worse and worse because people would make these comments that weren't nice you know and it gets to like a point where you have to you have to take a step back and look at this person and think it's not going to work if you're if you're having this like brutal approach to them saying obviously not brutal but like if you're not giving it an element of kindness is not going to help them. The minute this person left that environment and went off to uni and like met new people, had new friends and was able to take control of their own life, they got so much better and like lost so much weight. They are, they are healthy now, but it's all down to the kindness of the people in their environment, the sensitivity. Like, if 100%, 100% you should tell your friends if you think they're doing an unhealthy, if they have, they have unhealthy habits, but you have to approach it in a kind and sensitive way because otherwise you're going to make their situation worse. I mean, I think it depends on the situation though. It depends on the person and the situation. Like you can't, yeah, you, there's, there's no umbrella. Like sometimes I think harsh reproach, like harsh reproach is needed when the 
the, the problem kind of stems from a lack of, you know, rigidity and people telling them not to do it. Like to the point where someone would enable a problem. I mean, it's not the case for everyone, but I'm saying like in the cases where it is, you shouldn't, you shouldn't enable a bad habit because you, you're afraid of coming, like coming off too callous with how you say it. Like if I had, if I had like close friends that like, like for me, for like me, for example, like I was like fat, like in primary school, like I was huge. Like you could like, you could, you could find my radius like using the laws, like circle theorems, like it was insane. And that was just because I, I just didn't, I just wasn't, I just didn't stop eating. So it was just like, I, I would love someone to tell me like, just stop. Well, I, I kind of, I kind of did like to, to an extent, but someone to just tell me just stop eating and just actually just get loose some weight because it, it was just, it was just get to the, get to the point where it was just because no one was telling me, I just kept doing it. And it was, when you start noticing stuff about when you start noticing other people and you know how they can like function better in their body and how they feel better like like that helped me for example just actually start exercising and eating less but you know that changes person to person i don't think there's a set i don't think there's a set way of doing it you know yeah so i think i no i I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell these people that they're unhealthy. Like you shouldn't, I'm not saying that you should just encourage their habits. No way. Like you should. I just think a lot of people, like a lot of people will get told that by people and they will feel unloved and they will feel out of place. And I think that the what, like just the way you phrase it, that's literally what I, like, I'm getting at. It's like people should phrase these sorts of things and 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 make their actions in a way like it's the sort of thing of like in, like you have to make that person feel like they're a part of something do you know what I mean like if you have like say you have like a really close friend and you think they're getting a bit overweight like encourage them to go exercising with you do you know like don't like I feel like just being so harsh is gonna push them further into it maybe that's just my own approach and my own experiences that are like making me think like that but kindness never hurt anyone you know I think it I think at least if I was in that situation that's how I deal with it and I would hope that at least that it works um yeah and I think that goes for like a lot of habits as well like people need to feel loved to see that what they're doing is hurting them and it's hurting the people around them. Mm. No, yeah. I think I agree that horrible comments can do more harm than good. Um, but as I said, sometimes maybe being too kind is not as solid. It's not as firm as as um. It's not firm enough to apply the pressure that's needed for change. Because to change any habit, you do need to be rigid. Um, there is, you, you will not gain if you allow yourself to slip out of some strict um, restrictions in, in order to, to meet change. So I think it is about finding a balance between yeah. being firm enough to make sure that you do change your habits so that you can become better. But at the same time, not being so harsh so that 
you're causing that person more harm than good. That's fair. I agree with that. I think we can all agree with, yeah, we basically all have the same opinions on it. Like, let's say you have a friend that is doing a bad habit. Don't like berate them and just insult them to death about what, about how what they're doing is wrong. Like, kind of guide them or make suggestions or helpful suggestions or even being an example of what the good habit can do for a person could be a lot better than being hate, hateful towards them but again i think some of sometimes that like harsh reality because so, i feel maybe with me in my past as well sometimes i've been living in, like i feel like the problem or the bad habit i've been indulging in is not as bad but when someone tells you the effect and like the severity of what is going on I think that's kind of like a wake-up call in some scenarios. And maybe I'm just privileging the fact that I took it in a way and I actually like made a change. But I think that approach, as Femi said, and Sai said, is needed in some instances to like be the catalyst for like major change. I, I, this isn't really about habits, but I do remember back in year nine, year 10 playing rugby, I was always the guy that dropped the ball and I would get berated, ridiculed for dropping the ball. But I think there was no more than one person that told me anything other than put your hands together because everyone would just say hands together. That doesn't help you catch the ball. No one would, would stay with me for 10 minutes after practice, kicking high balls to me so I could catch it. Um, and I think it made me drop the ball more because in a match when the ball's kicked up to me, all that's going through my head is don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. And guess what I do? I drop it. So it's not nice when you do have people just applying. It's like when someone tells you to do something and it's not constructive, you're not going to be more effective in doing it. It's like when your mom tells you to wash the dishes when you're already about to go wash the dishes. You don't want to do them dishes no more. Um, and, and I don't know, whenever I was told, just catch the ball, oh, you can't catch, you can't catch, it never made me any better at catching. So it might be taking all the suggestion and, and holding, them ha holding their hand, taking them through it and doing it with them so that they do get better at whatever the problem is. Yeah, I agree with that. I was going to say something and I can't remember what. Oh, this kind of isn't related but it made me think of it like this whole thing of like if you're at, like especially with bad habits like I feel like bad habits are uh, strongly influenced sometimes by people in your environment maybe not necessarily weight gain or weight loss that could be but like more other things I think can be influenced by the people in your environment and sometimes like I found it really interesting to see like over the past few years making new friends and seeing how these bad habits I had from my old friends like was because of those people and those like toxic friendships and sometimes I think you know if you feel like you as a person are a good influence on someone then you should instill that because you could be the thing that they need to realize that their habit is because of the people around them and not because of their self-control on them as a person um and break them out of that and take them away from that and help them 
yeah, I think that's really important for people to remember is that you can be the change in someone's life as much as you think you have no jurisdiction. Yeah. Mm. It brings up that saying again, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. As like much as we like to think that we have complete self-control, we have like complete autonomy over our actions. Everyone's going to influence what we do to some extent. Like even if you think like you're the most self-reliant person, even having people around little things, little, little different, little, little, um, characteristics you'll pick up from the people around you like you speak in a certain way or you do a thing or let's say they are into something you might see yourself watching that thing as well it's and it's very subconscious as well you, you're not actively doing it and I think over time if you're not aware of that these kind of habits can build up as well and then it comes to a point where the damage that these bad habits have caused maybe almost irreversible so maybe this is a this is a like point now check check your friends to see if they're actually good people because more time if more time people just around people because let's say you just do a certain activity together you're not actually friends with these people like if these people don't it's even convenient. check up on you yeah convenience if these people don't even check up on you outside of school don't even like message you or say hi to you then you might want to recheck your your friendship group and again that's easier said than done like getting out of friendship groups is it's kind of like you're being you're you're leaving your tribe if you refer to it in like a prehistoric sense but it must be done in the long run because if they're hurting you if they're not improving you they're hurting you so it must be done check your friends guys one thing one thing like even like okay I haven't been friends with obviously like you guys <clears throat> for very long and I find it so funny when I look at myself six months ago or like 10 months ago compared to now two completely different people and it's pure evidence that the people you spend time with change who you are and I'm very grateful that my friends are good people um and they make me a good person and I hope that I do the same um, and I hope that everyone takes that approach to life, really, because it's important that everyone is nice and kind and helpful. And you guys are all like that. So let's do that to everyone else. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna start crying. And I think we might be able to wrap it up there on that very wholesome note. Wholesome so, indeed. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Well done if you made it to the end. If you made it to the end of this podcast and you genuinely listen to it, I want you to type in the comments. Temi and Sai should be boyfriends. And in the prize for getting to the end of the podcast, I'm not going to go shirtless and I'm joking. <laughs> no, that's, that's for the Patreon. Come on now. That's the Patreon. Or the OnlyFans? Maybe. On. New business opportunities. <laughs> 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 one if you want to know any <laughs> In the comments. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, yeah. that, that's one thing we want to leave behind as well. <laughs> yeah, right, you yeah. don't need that. The we, there's no we, that's you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be your manager, Sai. I'll be your manager. Please. <laughs>
That's something I should have spoken about. Never mind. Next time. Anyways, we'll wrap it up. Hopefully, I can actually try and get this one on Spotify. I can get the audio files and do some stuff with them now. But yeah, this should be on Spotify. I might make a new channel as well just for the podcast to like differentiate podcast footage from actual footage when I finish my exams, just like gym stuff. So the audience doesn't get messed up and the algorithm doesn't shake me. But yeah, this might be on some new channels in the future. But anyways... Take care. Enjoy yourself. Revise. Peace. Peace out.